0: The Galactic Purr of KKs invites you to Space Cat's Happy Hour. Let your mind relax. We meet in a dimension outside of time. Where the playfully curious thrive. So go on, fill your tin cup chalice with the sacred elixir of creativity you breathe violet flame at the theme's of absurdity. And above all, let out your full-throated song with us. Here at Space Cat's Happy Hour, with the galactic fur of KKs. <laughs> Welcome to Space Cat's Happy Hour.
1: This is a regular featured podcast. If you're listening, we are doing a morning show now that is also available as a video podcast. It's a lot of fun. Today is July 6th, 20. 20-
0: <laughs> you You're a day ahead, baby. <laughs> oh, it's
1: tomorrow. <laughs> oh, it's you early. Got, I got a reminder in my calendar but it's a day ahead reminder I guess is how I said it for my kitty That's cats really um my oh. my late fistique her birthday is July 6th
0: oh um, happy birthday fistique. 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 up in the astral realm
1: yeah okay so it's July 5th 2023 our Gmail is space cats happy hour at gmail.com for any questions or comments Please feel free to leave us five star review on itunes if you listen to us on itunes it helps us get more listeners uh i think that's all the admin i'm zaddy cat hey. aka sun portal
0: i am a dread pirate kk and i just realized not just realized but like i keep wanting to say that our music isn't in our daily chat our morning chat stuff so one of these days i'm going to play it for you and we can just dance while we play it and then we'll just do the recording <laughs> I had a vision of that the other day I was like that would be really silly and fun so if you ever see us doing that I love that good idea
1: also I'm going to put in my headphones to be better sound phone sorry about this guys a little frazzles
0: it's all good I can totally cut this out too
1: <laughs> okay Ooh, Can you there hear me? They are, All good. There yes. are much Love crystal it. clear. Wonderful. Yes. The reason I'm frazzled, and the reason we're recording this podcast, is a, a couple of things. We're going to talk about sex a little bit today. My my sex baggage. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about how July, and we just went through this full moon on July 3rd, and then Independence Day. This idea of like becoming independent from things and finally closing out a big cycle that started for me in 2019 for you in 2020 of like spiritual awakening with a lot of healing and shadow work and integration Um, integration part is finally coming to an end. And as I approach that true end, my brain and my ego are kind of freaking out (laughs) because there was such a security blanket to doing like to approaching everything from that perspective of like, I'm going to work on myself and heal and it's going to be intense. So there's a reason for me to keep diving into really intense, dense emotions and keep looking at things that make me stressed out because there's an important purpose. I'm not saying there's not an important purpose, but it's just like part of my whatever you want to call it, spiritual process is letting go of a lot of density and letting go of the need to constantly focus my attention on all of my stressful emotions and thought patterns and beliefs and all things like that. So it was very comforting to have this period to like really dig around in them and get to the energetic and emotional root of them and really clear them, and but like still spend time with them a lot, you know, because I was used to that patterning. and it's like, now nah, we're done, and your body is done. Your body is tapped out, and you're you're done. <laughs> it's done. So and, done. And I've been struggling with what does that mean, like, going forward? So these are some things I wanted to bring in. So I had a big like surge up of like, no, around sex, which I'll get into in a second. but also, just the very idea. I think earlier in my spiritual awakening, it actually felt more natural and normal to me. And then I just spent so much time in the healing and shadow work and integration stuff where I just really got used to it. And it started to feel less natural to just be like, no, you can just be in a, (laughs) in a chill state of being for more of your time. So my question that I'm finally getting around to saying out loud is like, what does that mean? Like going forward, is this like just where, where, where it's at permanently. And we're just like done <laughs> with healing and shadow and integration, like for for the rest of this incarnation, you know what I mean? Or yeah. is it like, you're taking a big rest and then you might. And also I'm asking this, it's like my, very much my human brain is asking this. So it's like, give me one answer. Yeah. Like where it's like, you know, it's always like, well, what do you want <laughs> your choice? And there's a, there's a million possibilities and yada, yeah. 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 Any, anything for
0: you coming up? I've actually been thinking about it too. Cause I don't, cause to my understanding, what we're moving into is us building out the infrastructure, whether that's actual buildings and cities and like that kind of stuff, or even like emotional support structure or whatever structure is necessary for the new chapter, as far as like what the collective is going to be going through with their own healing and their own awakening. And so to me, and all the messages that we've been talking about, and we've been getting separately and coming together and comparing and stuff, it feels like that warrior in the garden time where we get to have fun, you know, yeah, the integration, the healing, like we can be done with healing. And I still feel that I still feel like the healing is done at least. I think the healing that is done is like the stuff that we were carrying with us for huge amounts of millennia. Like I can't even think about how much it, it we've been healing. So that's why it's been so dense and so heavy. And it's not that we're done healing. Cause I still feel like there is some stuff that I'm going to be, I guess, healing and integrating. I can tell because some of this new stuff that's coming in for my new chapter, as far as like my own sex things and intimate relationships and being vulnerable and that kind of stuff. I feel like that the work isn't done, but at the same time, it doesn't feel like heavy. It feels like it can be done with this joy and ease and grace. And yeah, I'm still probably going to cry sometimes or you know, whatever, but it's going to feel like a flushing out of the tension that's been there. Instead of like, holy Jesus, I've been thrown into the abyss and I can't get out, and you know, all of that stuff. However, I've also been thinking about how this next chapter is going to be pretty fucking gnarly for the collective as far as what they're going to be discovering and facing and realizing and all the things that they're going to be healing. And so we're not going to be unaffected by that. But I think that's why we went through what we went through early so that we could know what our energetic boundaries are and our emotional boundaries and our, you know, physical boundaries, like all of the things that we're going to need to live as an example for other people to pick up on. So I still feel like it's a majority laughter and light and ease and grace. Like for for us who have that zoomed out perspective that this is a game and that good and bad doesn't really exist. And yes, we can appreciate the suffering and the pain and all that stuff. It's not that we're you know diminishing it. It's just that we have the zoomed out viewpoint that there's equal evolution in both paths, the dark and the light. And so we have preferences, obviously, like <laughs> we prefer to stay in some of those lighter experiences, but we also recognize that it is a choice and a valid choice to, to evolve through the darkness. And so It's yeah, it's, it's a little tricky because again, it kind of feels like the lightness in the midst of some, maybe some choppy waters, but that's where our strength comes in. As far as like, we know when to like check out We we know when we're in too much density and it's like, no, you know, kind of decompress from that. And also I think we're going to be so busy doing things that we, that we find fun it's not going to feel so heavy and bad. And so I think the healing, what I guess, I guess what I'm getting to, as I'm talking out, uh, talking out loud on the fly is like, the healing is going to come really, really naturally because we're going to have other things we're focused on. And we're not going to have so much free time to like go digging for like, okay, should I, should I heal this trauma? Should I go look in here and dive down here and blah, blah, blah. And now it's like your time to create and build things out is here. And so it kind of We'll still be integrating parts of ourselves, but it feels like kind of smaller shards that have, and not sharp ones, just like little, little marbly pieces that just kind of, Oh, bring bring them back into the fold and like hang out. And it feels really good. And I'm still really excited about our new chapter. It's just like, I, I think sometimes I get into a bubble where I'm like, (laughs) like everybody I know has gotten to the place where I am. And I'm like, no, but I think that it, yeah. I think it's, it's just going to be a more smooth process We're we're just going to be like, Oh, didn't realize that part of me was still kind of hanging out, needing a couple, you know, extra hugs or whatever. And then we kind of <laughs> move on a little bit or whatever. So I don't even know if that made sense or answered your question, but it's definitely something I've been thinking about too. And I I go in and out of like, it really helped because basically last night in the
1: middle of the night, cause everything's coming up now to just be really like to to like be looked at and released it's like hey you know you can feel this deadline here we're in july we're phasing out in a big in a big way so these things are like coming up and so i was up in the middle of the night and all this sex stuff was coming up and as you were talking i was realizing that it's exactly like it's exactly what you say because For me, a lot of my integration path was going really deep into polarities. Like I went into incarnations of myself and of humanity and of the universe (laughs) that were so upsetting and like traumatic and really just extreme emotions. And that's what I'm like, that's kind of stuff. There was stuff coming up. I could tell that one of the things I put on my soul plate (laughs) was sex. And to, to like, I put it on there as an option of like doing a big integration around it, including that major polarity. And I did do some of, so there was definitely some of that stuff that came through my awakening, but I kept, it kind of kept getting pushed back because other stuff had to come first before I could even be in a space where I could think about sex kind of thing. Like, Oh, yeah. And so it kept being pushed back, it kept being pushed back. And I know what the process is now with me to go through a really intense integration. It's like sitting with really difficult feelings and emotions over long periods of time, doing a lot of like compassion work, lots of meditation, lots of stuff, talking things through, seeing things mirrored back to me in my relationships and my interactions with others, all this stuff that you know, I'd done it around relationships and financial security and all sorts of things like the like the idea of good and evil and g- collapsing that in my all a million things and it's so <laughs> tiring and so I just don't have it in me to do that whole thing with all the remaining like sex homework I put on my plate or whatever that is what it's that was the sole contract because I was like I had I anyway I had something come up that was like make sure all your contracts good to you and immediately what popped into my head was stuff with my partner to do with sex but then what I realized last night was it's not all the sex stuff is just like my own journey and my own story that's been repeating again and again and again and it was that soul contract that it was like I don't I can't I can't go into those places because there was stuff that was coming up last night which was super dark that i hadn't really gone into yet uh, incarnations where i was like no no, no i can't no. i can't i can't sit with that i can't even if that was a lifetime i had like i can't deal <laughs> yeah and so it was exactly what you said when you were saying it's like a much gentler version because on the flip side of that i was like it doesn't feel safe to say that <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't feel safe to my brain to say that it's just going to be smooth even though yeah I'm experiencing that right now with other things where it's just it just floats away and gets smoother and smoother and it you just kind of don't pay attention to it and everything works out for sex I was like I don't honestly feel capable of that level of like zen right now same (laughs) yeah so yeah so when you were saying it's going to be a much gentler version that kind of just it's like renegotiating a contract to be like we're dropping the Really dense stuff, but it's okay that, you know, it's still going to yeah. be like
0: a bit like, woo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Two things popped into my head when you were talking. And one of them is that I think we might be moving away from constantly seeing parts of ourselves that are unhealed um, reflected back to us. So, what I mean by that is that right now and in the past few years, what we've been going through, every time. We come across someone or have a conversation. We're like, okay, they're an aspect of me showing me something that I have not healed in myself, et cetera, et cetera. And I think that that is still true to a very large degree, but it's not going to be something that we need to dive as heavily into, like, I'm not going to be constantly interacting with people being like, oh, you're an aspect of me. I need to heal. Oh, you're an, it's like, I'm going to be the clear mirror for them to be like, here's your own shit or here's your own awesomeness or or whatever it is, but I'm not going to be using them as much as a mirror. And that's not to say that I don't still have stuff to work on. It just means like, I'm not going to be constantly digging like, okay, what is this person telling me? What is this? For-? I'm like, they're, they're doing their own thing right now and. I'm still aware that I am an individual part of a whole and they are all aspects, but I am not going to be using the heal me heal mess heal myself in this way by looking at someone else. anyway, so that was one thing <clears throat> and, oh, really. so and the that's, second thing oh, yeah,
1: I was just gonna say that, that all the synchs I've been getting, I was just thinking about that last night because all the things I've been getting around twins, identical twins who are starting to diverge. I was like, oh right, that's because it's we don't need that, which is also scaring me because Brilliant. I'm so I got so used to that. Yeah. How my reality was that it just feels me like trippy too. to let go of that too. (laughs) I just got used to everything being a mirror constantly and like just living like that, which was very psychedelic and intense, but, um, and I think we needed
0: to do all that because we need to be able to show other people how to do that and that it's okay. And it helps, but at the same time, we need to, that's been so much a part of my identity that I need to let go of that being an identity. It can be a tool, but it doesn't have to be like the way I have to live identifying that that is the way I need to do, which is a relief. I know, I know, seriously, like that feels like a weight lifted off my shoulder. (laughs) So thank (laughs) you for that. The second thing that popped into my head was like, and it kind of ties into like more of the awakening stuff with the superpowers we've got going on, coming online, et cetera. Like the memories we're going to get back, like the abilities we're, we're in a stage of evolution that is at a universal level. Like From what I understand, you know, like black holes have started to create these new frequencies or or whatever's happening is basically like creating a new density that is moving every density below it up one or dimension or whatever the fuck, I don't know these words. So like none of us really know what's going on and including like all the other, you know, alien races, we're like still trying to figure out what God is and like what the meaning of life, like all the things that we're trying to do, it's just... We're going to be joining this galactic family and having these incredible scientific, spiritual, philosophical discussions about the meaning of fucking everything and what it's like to move in between densities or dimensions or whatever. And like our viewpoint is not going to be this very limited, you know, this human experience only with the densities and blah, blah, blah. It's going to be like, holy shit, we can you know, talk to genuinely talk to trees and and learn some shit. And so it's like, again, we're going to be healing, but in this way that feels like, oh, it's like easy. It's like, oh shit, you know, and you might cry a little bit, but it's like, oh my God, I had no idea the amount of love that was there to help me clean out whatever it is that I still need to clean out. And it's going to be in this context of an amazingly, like an indescribably larger picture of the entire universe and the, our existence as we know it. And it's like, it's not that it's a distraction in a bad way. It's like a open your mind and, and, and like see the things you'd never thought you could see before, because we've only known this very limited, you know, density and our memories have been wiped. So when we get reconnected with all this stuff, it's, it's going to change the healing game in a way that I don't think I can even predict. So that's why I feel like I can't quite describe it. Cause I'm like, I have no idea what it's going to look like.
1: Yeah. It's also really interesting. Cause like, I feel like each wave is like less long and protracted and intense, even yes. though our way, our wave, our generation was very intense <laughs> and Times felt <laughs> long and protected, but like I can tell just by the people that I was listening to who had started more stuff earlier and like ramped things up more around 2017, that that th- their their thing is even more intense than what I've gone through. And so yeah. it's just really, yeah, it's really interesting that how that plays out. I don't know that that kind of turned yeah. off, but I it's you. like I it's you. like it's interesting to like we. The, I feel like what we're talking about will still be relevant to other waves and generations, but yes. And then there's, I, I think there's also people that are just going at a slower pace as well, mm. which is all very good and fine.
0: Yeah. Agreed.
1: <laughs> yeah, totally. That feels really good. So I just kind of wanted to officially <laughs> dissolve the songs. I thought it would be interesting to just officially dissolve this whole contract. On, on air can like, be like, yeah, I'm letting go of not only all the extreme polarity, but also I don't really have a lot of energy. I, I'd say I'd like to let go of like 85 to 90 percent <laughs> of my own baggage from this lifetime around sex and just call in energy clearing that just allows me to really just let go of those old stories that I've had. And I'm just gonna say them out loud in case it's helpful for other people to hear the kind of but I just had a pattern that I didn't really realize for a long time since becoming, since like sexual desires and stuff came online, which was of a lot of, it was a lot of attraction repulsion stuff where it was very hard for me to know if I was actually attracted to someone sexually or for other reasons, or it would turn off and on. And I couldn't tell why I would feel attracted and then when it came right down to like I lean in for a kiss I'd suddenly feel incredibly repulsed by things like that there was a lot mm-hmm. of situations I put my through myself through where I would just forge forward and have a lot of and it wasn't like through pressure from the other person it was like literally me pushing myself to have sexual interactions across all the spectrum where I didn't want to to and my my energy wasn't fully there but it scared me too much to like investigate why so that is a big story that Mm -hmm. I just need to let go of so much of because I just can't carry it anymore (laughs) I don't have the energy and the other thing was a lot of stuff around frustration and like so there's a lot of stories where if I was really feeling sexual then the other person would suddenly turn off And not be. And I would feel very like rejected. And it was a lot of me putting my power in others to like fulfill a lot of that stuff, (laughs) all this stuff, but I don't really have the energy to like get it. You know, I could like, Mm -hmm. as I, if I, if I were to start doing it now, I would be doing that work that I, my body doesn't really have the energy to do. And I was started trying to do it last night. I got so tired (laughs) of like getting to the bottom of blah, blah, blah. And I know, yeah. So that has just been a repeating, recurring thing of an opportunity to be sexual with another person and then suddenly I'm not into it and then I'm feeling sexual and then the other person's not into it. So that it's like the giving and the receiving and all of that stuff, the the connection with the other person is like always like out of sync feeling. So that's, mm-hmm.
0: that's basically it. <laughs> Eating some trash. I felt like a lot of debris clearing. So you're doing a good job. Also, a lot of this stuff feels very, I'm like, tag yourself. Oh God.
1: (laughs) I think there's like, and there's so many layers and that's it. Like we could spend the next couple of years delving into those layers and how it interacts with our energy grid and neurodivergence and yada, 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 and blah, 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 (laughs) and how it's, you know, stepping more into our own authenticity and our power and blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, Uh, Yeah, as I said, I'm willing to do about 10 to 15% of that in a really chill way, but the rest I just. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Someone else is going to pick up that one and do a great job Mm -hmm. of it.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Also, we can just have that healing. Yeah. I think we can just also have that healing and integration or whatever it needs to do just be fun and easy with whatever partnerships and. Even working with music and stuff, I there, there's just like these huge advancements yes, the coming music. that I yeah I just feel like it's it's going to be so easy and gentle and it's I get so uptight like you know I I have my own baggages around being just so uptight around all this stuff I, it's hard for me to even talk about because it's like I cringe and want to turn inside out and like <laughs> I'm just like it's not embarrassing it's not but I. I have this crazy twisting blockage that's in me about sex in general. And that's part of the reason I jumped into BDSM to kind of help me snap the fuck out of it in a way that would work. And it, and it did to a, a big extent, but I know that there's other things that I'm going to be doing that are going to really work on that. But I, every time I get in my feels about it and get like contracted and like really scared, honestly, I'm just like, hmm. I know that that is the old programs talking and that my home frequency is the realization that whoever's coming into my life to work on this stuff, like you know, just soul family in general. It does. I don't mean just a romantic partner. I just mean like even us talking about it now, it's like the music that we're going to be doing and like the, the play and the, all the, the stuff that's going to be just, it's just not going to feel like the healing we've been doing. And it's, I'm, I'm like holding on to that instead of the old fears, but it's hard because the old fears have pretty, pretty strong grip. They've been there for a while. So. But definitely letting that shit go during this full moon. A lot of the old stuff coming back and just like final purge or whatever.
1: Yes. I also want to say that if you're listening to this and this, any of the sex stuff is connecting with you, you should go listen to the episode of Jed Pirate KK's other podcast, Sultry Circus, where they talk about BDSM and stuff. It's like a whole, you should go listen to that as well. It's called Sultry Circus if I mumbled.
0: (laughs) Thanks, Zaddy Cat. Yeah. It was our first two episodes. Welcome to the Kink Party Part One and Part Two. That's what they are. So if you want to hear me talk about my experiences with BDSM, there you go. So I'm just gonna keep
1: talking through yeah. this contract thing because other things. So so okay, I'm saying this as I'm about to embark on. So my partner and I, we both have been in open relationships before that were very karmic (laughs) and then we have been monogamous we've been together for 15 years now so crazy (laughs) um and anyway we're in the process of opening things up again so i know it's like i know that's going to come with emotions Mm -hmm. and and stuff like that um as well but yet again it's just like I, i i need to let go of like more of old stories to just like do it in a like for things to happen in really chill ways that are don't feel so like cataclysmic and stuff mm-hmm. uh emotionally because of how overstimulated how easy it is for me to get overstimulated by emotions and how quickly emotions can start spiral into thought forms and whipping up narratives so yes i do acknowledge i know that there's emotional intensity that comes with that yeah, I'm just hearing it, It's like that's why they're like, that's why we want you to pace yourself and not because I've been the second I get like a whisper of my libido back, I'm like, all right, full speed ahead, let's get on the because it's been so long. I'm like, TikTok, let's finally are yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, why don't you just chill the fuck out and go slowly and be chill. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then also the other thing was that 15 years, it's just like, I just need help letting go of more of the, the stories that we've built in our karmic phase together <laughs> just yeah. like sexually it's like there's like almost stuff in my body physical responses in my body that have been oh built God, from stories too. they're not they're not like authentic to who i am anymore and they're not authentic to our relationship anymore but they feel so authentic because it's really hard when it comes to sex to like have a feeling of repulsion and be like, that's not, thing. you know what I mean? Like, if it's like, to like, t- to like, tell yourself like, this is based on a story that I've been playing out Cause it's like, it's like a visceral feeling in your body.
0: Oh, the visceralness is so real. I like, it is an actual physical reaction for me too, where I like contract or turn my shoulders or hunch over.
1: Yeah. So I know they've been telling me like, I just need to be less I kind of, it's more like, again, it's like letting go of it. Enmeshment in my partner's feelings and emotions and his stuff, and like letting go of carrying it, and just, just like every, it's like it. I don't know. Maybe one day I'll be, I'll have the energy again to talk about what a ride it's been uh, with my partner, as opposed to uh, every other relationship, because there's been so many counterintuitive things that have been the breakthrough <laughs> that feel like the opposite of what you should do <laughs> <laughs> but that's where we've had our breakthroughs and that's where so it's like it's like the more of a hard ass I become the better it is it's like in some ways not in every way and like it's not like but it's like anyway yeah it's like caring less about his emotions is actually good for our relationship <laughs> and just mm-hmm. like being less because it's just like I'm less like drawn into them and sucked into their power and stuff
0: uh, But That's really helpful to hear you say that because I think other people, including me, not that it applies to me now, but (laughs) I can feel it coming too. It's like, okay. Uh, But for other people who who need to hear that, where they're like, they don't, it's that toxic empathy. And I don't mean it, it's not our fault. Like we're not trained on how to do this stuff. We're all kind of fumbling through the dark because nobody's telling us how to navigate this stuff um in a healthy way (laughs) so we're figuring it out it's like yeah you cannot care about your partner's emotions in order to get your boundaries up so that you don't make it worse or or whatever it is like the experience and it's like a thing that you're not supposed to say what do you mean i should care everything about everything and saying that is such an asshole thing to do and it's like okay yeah that is a perspective but also (laughs) if it makes it better what the fuck is wrong with that you know like you can work it out in a way that's not assholy because you can have open communication or whatever but there's weird shit around emotions that we don't talk about because we are so used to being codependent and enmeshed as a society so thanks for being open about that
1: or even like a lot of it was a lot of last year was just Allowing myself to be perceived as the asshole says, so like, or, no, I'm yeah. doing I'm doing yeah. this thing that I need to yeah. do, even though you keep saying, Yeah, don't do it. I don't want you to do this. I don't want you to do it. It's like, no, I do yeah. it. Fuck yes. <laughs> but yeah, that was like a grindingly just like grind you down to a nub energy-wise experience that I am not open to repeating.
0: We don't need that shit. Uh, yeah.
1: So knowing that I still have to be. A hard ass mm-hmm. and just I knowing that that's good for us I needed to be chiller than it was last year mm-hmm. which I yeah. feel in general it is but I just like oh boy yeah <laughs> it's, just, it's a lot I just like we just went into an old little loop last night and I was like I can't do this, uh, I can't do this loop I can't do this loop I don't have the energy for this loop. anyway we looped right out of it really quickly but
0: well, that's good
1: I ain't got no time for that
0: loop Seriously.
1: Oh, and then there's right. I should talk about the counter fear about him coming more into his self and his that kind of stuff where he is also on a journey. And anyway, there's like yeah, there's so many things (laughs) Mm -hmm. when you become more interdependent and you're more sovereign and you're more in your power and you are like he also needs to prioritize his needs and stuff so mm-hmm. anyway all the all the counter like ah freak out on my side for that too
0: understandable
1: like I said 10 to 15 percent of what it's been in the past in terms of like the em, em, emotional intensity mm-hmm. of working <laughs> yeah
0: ah. and for people who don't necessarily know how, what dissolving a soul contract is what do you I mean clearly we've just done it now and we're in the process of doing it, but like how does it show up in life? Like do you get triggers where you get an opportunity to attach to the old stories of intensity or what do you oh, experience? God.
1: Yeah, um <laughs> yeah I mean usually like that's usually when you say like I'm letting go of this is like a lot of threshold guards like are you are you really are you really letting go? Are you really letting go? Um which is a hundred percent what's been happening over the past like couple of Weeks and get it again. It's like, oh, are you? Are you including last night? It was like, are you letting go? When I'm in sessions, when I when I used to do sessions and when I was in sessions with people, it was very like I could really see if you're going to stay in a relationship where you started out in a very karmic experience with that person, like not conscious. <laughs> I can always really see that there's untapped levels of experience that they just don't believe are possible because they're going off of what they've experienced and they're just like it feels it feels like how could that even be possible based on what I know, you know? And that's so much of the trippy part of ascension is like you tap into things that you just didn't think were possible. And so, yeah, you kind of have to have that steadfastness to like not pay it. It's like really a lot of a case of like not paying attention, which is what I was reminding myself last night. I was like, just try not to pay attention to it. Um, and for me, because the human design stuff and like the hyper empathy the tricky part is living in an enclosed space with him and we'll go through that experience and then th- that old story I will viscerally be feeling all the ucky stuff emanating off of him and it'll go into my body and it just makes me so like <laughs> so it's like really hard to like for me to like shake that off and be like just don't pay attention I mean it's what I've been doing with all of these physical symptoms what I was talking about on the morning show where I've been having a lot of physical symptoms popped up, pass, pop up just to show me that they're not real. And if I don't pay attention to them, they will like go away so quickly. So it's similar to that, but it's with uh, the emotions of another, like literally looking at another person that you're so close to and have them be like, tell you a, some old narrative that you know, isn't true. And like blast those icky emotions from that narrative at you and just be like, no, I'm not buying it without wanting to like you know run screaming from the house (laughs) just from like I don't want (laughs) to feel this right now like with you that kind of thing and then it like it does it just quickly moves on to something else I've been through it with him a few times where it's like the less attention I pay to it the more he quickly bounces out and it's it's really trippy (laughs) (laughs) just like shifts timelines and stuff anyway
0: it's a wild ride man but i and soul
1: soul contracts i will just say one more thing which was when i was used to do sessions i would do it in a fun official way where you're like burn the scroll like you bring in the scroll and you have your like akashic you don't need to do it this way but it was kind of like gave it a lot of like nice
0: it's nice ceremonial rituals. Yeah. so
1: you would I would see whatever version of the person sometimes it was their inner child or whatever would show up and then they would have assistance from like guides and allies who were there for them and we would pull up the scroll and then we would destroy it together and sometimes it was like first you burn it (laughs) and then you like have to do all these (laughs) and like (laughs) there were multiple layers depending on how deeply and then and then you clear it out and then you like write your new soul contract and you ask your Akashic record keepers to update your records with the new one. And we do a big high five and dance around.
0: <laughs> I love that. That's really cool. It's a way to honor the old shit that's now fertilizer for the new growth. Literal shit. <laughs> I think it's yeah. very helpful to hear things like be willing to be perceived as the asshole. I, yeah. I told myself that many, many times over these past few years, and it was not comfortable. Uh, I'm not sure it's very comfortable still, but at the same time, it's <laughs> like, I'm more comfortable with, it. I didn't realize how comfortable with it. I was until I started being able to say no to things without completely turning inside out with guilt. Like, oh, I should have a real excuse. I shouldn't just be saying no. Cause I don't want to. It's like, no, I I can't do that today. I'm just, I don't have the energy for it or whatever it is. I I'm not doing that. And it's, it's, it's straightforward now, whereas before it felt like I was being an asshole. And so it's very helpful to hear that you can be, that's the divine feminine to me. Anyway, that's how I perceive this integration for me, where it's like the divine feminine is willing to be perceived as, you know, like a dick or whatever. She wants The best for herself and her loved ones. And she doesn't care if she destroys stuff. She's not doing it out of mean spiritedness. She's just like, no, that's not good for me. And I'm in the business of what is good for me. And it's very straightforward, but it can look very, very assholy and feel kind of shitty on both ends. And but it does get better. Let me tell you Pisces, moon, and rising. Like I have had some (laughs) real struggles with the balance. And so if I can do it, trust me, (laughs) I, I know it's possible. So.
1: I will give some more context to give some more details about what it looks like. And again, almost all the sessions I've done have been with women. This is very common, especially if they're moms, (laughs) just like the threshold guardians around tapping into that part of their energy. That's like, Nope, which actually does. It's like, then your rear, your reality has no choice but to rearrange itself around you when you're like, no, I'm not going to, do all of these things for my family right now that feel like if I don't do them, they never get done. And they're so urgent and they all have to be done. And it's all on me, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, that stuff. But with my, my partner, Mike uh, it was, so he had this injury over the pandemic and it would get the first time I did it was, we were, it was like 2021 spring. We were still peak pandemic, lots of lockdowns and stuff. And we just weren't sleeping well he wasn't sleeping well and it was keeping me. I was going nuts <laughs> and he was in constant pain. And I was like, I have to leave and go stay somewhere else. And I went and stayed at a friend's for th- three weeks. And I felt like the hugest piece of shit because he was having, you know, build up. I'd been taking care of, like I'd been doing everything. I'd been taking on more household and all this stuff. Cause he was having all this pain, but I was just like, I just need to leave. And he was really like, the weather was gross. He was just in a horrible mental state. He was so because of the pain and all of this other stuff that was processing through him and it just really felt like I was abandoning him and anyway came back from that that was like the first little gradual thing his brother in that time came through and bought him this heating pad that like made a big difference and then when I got back like his sleeping was a bit easier so he basically just kept repeating that for a while and then last year I knew I was like, I know I have to go be on my own in my own energy away from our relationship for a while. And I have to go on this trip and I have to, you know, use some of our savings to pay for it, even though I'm not bringing in income right now. It was all those things. There was so many levels of feeling.
0: That's a lot.
1: Like a lot huge asshole. And he was like, no, I don't want you to do that. I don't want you to do that. And he does not do well when he's just all alone, he's like, his spectrum stuff is like, he tends to spiral it. Anyway, yeah. I was like, I'm doing it. And it was, I mean, like months leading up to it of just where we you know agony. And we just every day waking up and feeling awful, awful, and just horrible. Yeah. And I was like, no, I have to do it. I have to do it. Anyway, over the course of that summer, he started biking again. And then he was like, made more plans with friends. Like he hadn't been seeing any friends and stuff anyway. So it was just like every step of the way we did it a few times with different trips and every time. And, and he was not, sometimes we would blip into the timeline where he was like, I think this is good for both of us. And he would be like, I think this, yeah. but then we would quickly blip out again <laughs> <laughs> to the one where I was like, my guilt was telling the story and just being mirrored back. And he was like, I'm so angry at you, and I'm still so angry at you, and all this stuff. And he felt like resentful and jealous that I was trying. Even though I w- I'll just put this out, like I was like, "Do you want to come traveling too?" He's like, "No, I can't. There's no way I can't. There's no way. There's no way." He, he made his own decisions uh, around yeah. not being able to travel to. Yeah. But all of that, and it was sitting that for that was like the big like most of last year was just like a lot of me sitting in his anger and like stuff, and just keep on going forward and it was very and now like that's a lot yeah anyway it's, it's it's been gradually like physically he's doing a lot better and we've been going on more adventures and he was able to drive we went on a road trip where he was able to drive all these great things and we like been very close emotionally that's cool again like we really reunited and like like I feel like so much love coming from him we went back into oh, that wow. version of reality uh, but yeah, That's it's just nice. like the sex stuff, you know, like obviously all of that, every level of that from the his physical injury and all the stuff and all the baggage, like was playing into sex as well and stuff like that, too. So
0: that makes and sense. And I'm just
1: like, yeah, I don't have the energy to like wrap up that whole
0: storyline and like, you know,
1: <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah. Too, too fucking tired. Yeah,
0: too tired. Oh, so fucking tired. <laughs> Yeah, the I, I think that might be the thing that's happened for pretty much universally. Everyone I've talked to through this past three years, they've gotten to the point of exhaustion. So they can't give any fucks about whatever old stories or old, you know, stuff. And, and they, that's where they make the change from. And so I've definitely been in that space where I've been too exhausted to care about blah, blah, blah. And then I'm like, suddenly on this amazingly higher timeline where I'm like, oh, I feel so free now that I don't have the baggage of that guilt or shame or, you know, any of that stuff. (laughs) And I hate sort of that it took the, the exhaustion and the, the, like the crippling, you know, just feel like you've been laid out and everyone's you know at frayed ends and hanging on by the fingernails and all kinds of shit and it's like well it took what it took you know like at the same time, I'm just like, okay, well, you know, at least I learned this and everyone else is learning it. And yes, there was maybe an easier way, but at the same time, we had mm-hmm. so much density to clear that it was kind of like, how else, you know, I feel like we have probably tried other things and that didn't work. And so this, you know, this playthrough of the simulation, it had to be the the tiredness, which, you know, yeah. get the job done, but it Jesus was like, Christ. <laughs>
1: It was like a nine month stare down. I, sometimes I like to think of it like I was in an ayahuasca trip and I was just spending nine months staring down that fear that I would be abandoned for like, Oh yeah. Doing what I wanted for, for putting, putting myself comp- like first and like prioritizing things. And mm-hmm. I don't think I've emphasized enough. Like the love, like really, I'm I'm just very tired and <laughs> good. Like, the loving stuff really came back like we've had like incredible love the love was still there too like he's not um he's he's never been somebody I tend to have this more like he doesn't like withhold love when he's angry he's very Mm. loving even when he's upset but it like really felt just to say like on the other end of that the loving came back and the the money also came back too I had spent and like in our savings so that's it's like everything that I knew in my that part of myself knew that like yes this is good for you ultimately and it did and it made me the trip I was gone for like six weeks and traveled by myself for periods and like was in all these countries that I'd never been in before and did all sorts of things and you know you and I met out ends up, but it was like it really brought a lot of my own sense of like oh yeah i am a, i'm i i like i, I i'm pretty comfortable with traveling and i'm very comfortable with traveling and i'm like i'm i could be brave and like all these things that had been lost over time came back you know it was a I, it was very positive and worthwhile and mm-hmm. we also have had some good nice sexual experiences again which is also important for me to say, because like my narrative wants to say like, and there's been like, you know, but like we, we yeah. have <laughs> good, but it's like, yeah, it's just like those vestiges that feel like, it's like, oh, you got to do all this before it really feels relaxed. And it's like, uh, no, no, you can just feel relaxed now. <laughs> you can just feel relax now and you just need to rest. But yeah, that's, if that sounds appealing of what to <laughs> go through to break <laughs> yourself out of codependency <laughs> in, in a marriage. Um, we it's just yeah nine months of s- staring down the the worst fears of abandonment and <laughs> scarcity and <laughs> <Yeah. Okay>. everything <laughs> but then you're, you're, and then you're on the side of it and you're really tired <laughs> so, everything's okay. miraculously
0: better and you're tired yeah that's this is a very valuable conversation because the, it uh, speaks very strongly to the Chiron transit in Aries right now. It's been there since 2017, I think. And it's going through, mm. it's going to stay there through 2027. Maybe it moves out sometime during 2027. But anyway, 2027 is like a, the final Chiron in Aries. And that's where have you abandoned yourself for fear of being abandoned by the other. And it's going to take a while to sort out because that abandonment wound is really hard to process because- That's like survival shit. You don't want you don't want to be abandoned, and yeah, like you said, the scarcity and all that stuff. It's that comes along with it. So we tend to do a lot of people pleasing things Mm -hmm. in order to stay safe, Mm -hmm. and it's totally understandable. So don't judge yourself if you're listening to this and you're like, ah, fuck, what am I? It's like that's take it Mm -hmm. slow and make little agreements with yourself. Like, don't try and change things all at once. Just like you know, for today can I act like this or feel relaxed, even though I don't want to, or even if you can't do it for a whole day, just be like maybe an hour or something, just like totally, completely just relax. If that's a thing you're working on, whatever you're working on, just like make it smaller chunks. And then it like will surprise you how fast it builds up.
1: Yes. I also want to say the flip side for me now, I know there's a lot of people out there that are more tapped into their nurturing sides and caretaking sides. And I was not, I had a lot of baggage around that. And both through my kitties and their chronic illnesses, and also some of the stuff related to Mike, especially with his neurodivergence and stuff. And there's been like a parallel journey of like tapping into deeper levels of like me being a nurturing caretaking person that I didn't know would feel comfortable to me or feel good to me. And like, I felt very cut off from, um, so that was also a parallel journey that's been going on. Nice. Um, I will say, yeah, so just in case anybody's listening who's a mom, you're breaking yourself out of this stuff. So, yeah, let's say what what I see happen is it'll be like, okay, I need I know I need to take more time for myself and I'm not doing anything in life that I enjoy, and <laughs> I'm not getting rest, and I'm doing too much for my kids and my family. And then, you'll like try to book something for yourself to time off and then there'll be a crisis. So that is exactly what you said when you're breaking through these things, like yep. there'll be some kind of crisis that needs you, you know, and it's like ignoring the crisis and being like, no, or like de- delegating the crisis or whatever it takes that you still stick to your guns. There, it's going to be a crisis so that will come up to take, or there's going to be a huge reaction from the loved ones who are you know, yep. which may even seem like disproportionate to how they normally react. Like a really cartoonish reaction to show you, it's like, this isn't real. You know, it's like, this isn't real. This is all very fluid. And it's, it's about sticking to your guns. And I, I know how, how hard that is. Uh I know how incredibly impossible that feels, but that's the kind of, but then as you keep doing it, then yeah, you eventually your reality rearranges. And it's like, oh, all of a sudden it turns out it was actually really good that I did this because that's how whatever this other person came into my life that w- was able to take something off my plate or this other, my kids found this other way to do something. And now they don't rely on me for this as my whatever, you know, all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff.
0: Yeah. Those threshold guardians showing you. Yeah. <laughs> like, are you sure you want this new story? Exactly. Are you sure you want a new self. It's like, oh, mommy. So yeah.
1: So that was coming up as the big one. I think, I think it's probably the main one that felt like a, a loose end for me of like, yeah. Cause with everything else, I felt like I'd spent a good enough of a chunk of time on it, that it felt like, yeah, I could and let go, but this one it was just like I was panicking. It's like I can't let go. I can't let go. I haven't spent enough time on it. I'm still <laughs> I'm still terrified yeah. of
0: sex. <laughs> yeah. I've been holding was my hand
1: like for this for the past. <laughs> it's just like, it's not like fist, but it's like curled into it's like the little Arthur meme. <laughs> yeah. It's <Aww. laughs> gonna release my so, yeah, those physical reactions. Yeah. I loved what you said about music.
0: Yeah. I I just have so many visions of, you know, sound chambers, not just dance parties or, or, you know, whatever, but like literal psychedelic healing, whatever experiences through music without actual drugs, it's just music and it is so healing and in that joyful, easy way. And I think it's going to be a big, once we started talking about the sex stuff and then I thought about the music, I was like, Oh my God. Yeah. That's going to be huge. That is going to really, I don't know. There, there's just a lot of the, a lot, a lot that we can do with music right now, or well, I don't know. I can't do it right now, but I'm going to learn <laughs> as soon as it's time for me to learn. I'm going to figure this out and it'll be fun.
1: I'm just going to say a few more things that are coming up to be said. Yep. <laughs> They're like, say what your fears are right now. Say them out loud. So Basically, because this sex stuff feels a little, still a little shaky between me and Mike, where I don't feel like, ah, yes, (laughs) all is exactly as I would ideally desire it to be. I'm scared to go connect with anyone else. Cause I'm like, what if I connect with someone and the sex is so easy? And then it just amplifies feelings of like, why isn't it easier, you know? and yeah. i keep getting the message from my soul that it's going to help it's going to do the opposite it's going to help but that's the fear yeah. the fear so i keep wanting to say well i'll wait until and i think that's partly why the energy keeps being diverted from us because it's like no you have to go this other path towards it that's going to work better but it's trusting that and stuff because <laughs> like after the year that i've been through it's like the last thing i want to do is blow up are you know like that bring up like an energy of like blowing things up again it's like I feel like we need a lot of gender and tenderness so it's like my instinct is to be like well we'll just work on it together and stuff but I'm another person yeah exactly I think it's going to take the pressure off yeah also human design he's got that three-way split and I remember Pearl and I were having her she was like oh and you want to have an open relationship Like she's like that's really good for him like he's better with like multiple energy points and not just one. So anyway, I guess even if it's just feeding in through me, it might
0: help. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Uh, damn. I feel like we cleared a lot, man. That was awesome. Recycling bin at the rescue. <laughs> I feel like. And we just- I can feel the waves of it. It's like it comes through and it feels heavy, and then I start to get like ty- not tired in a bad way, just like and feel <laughs> the the heaviness. And then it's like nom nom nom. The vultures eat it inside, or my energy field eats it. And then it's like zoop, here we go, clear again.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Our one of our recycling bins just mysteriously disappeared too? Which.
0: And that's cool. You don't have as much to recycle. You've already done the clearing and it's like, oh, fuck that's it. That's a it's nice just way to look at it.
1: That's such a nice way to I love that. Thank you.
0: Look at me. I'm like, you could push
1: me over leather.
0: Time for a nap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah well Maybe guys, coming up. Did
1: you want to know that much about my
0: marriage? <laughs> <laughs> I could already yeah. tell this is going to help people because I could, I could feel it before we started recording. We were doing it for a reason. So thanks Zaddy cat for sharing and being vulnerable <laughs> and super honest and facing all the fears and stuff. Cause that's, it's not easy to do, but man, we have had a lot of practice doing it. So it feels way more natural and smoother, but yes,
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, space kittens <laughs> it's been a deep dive i uh, wish you all feels very summery i have popsicles
0: Ooh, hope you're all and popsicles
1: staying cool and uh we'll see you soon <laughs> like, morning space chats more to come with that more to come for sure the lighthearted yeah. morning space chats um, <laughs> okay big Yay. kisses Talk soon. Love you. Love you guys.